0: To make things like this easier. I'm reading. And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing?
1: Have fun together. Did I do good, Daddy?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Today, we're going to focus on finding a curriculum, how to do it, What are some of the tools and tricks that you can incorporate into your investigation? This is gonna be the first of a series of podcasts that are gonna focus on curriculum, finding the curriculum, and what type of curriculums are out there and the ones that we recommend for people who have young learners that are accidental homeschoolers, they're just getting started out, we're gonna make a lot of recommendations, we're gonna get into the weeds, but today we're gonna talk about how to find the curriculum, not necessarily what curriculum to find, but Mm -hmm. how to find it. But before we begin, if you get a chance, make sure to go join us on Facebook at Homeschool Together Podcast. Connect with us on Instagram at Homeschool Together Podcast. And if you can find it in your heart, please. <laughs>
1: if you like our show at if all, if you like
0: our show at all, leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps other people find us. I think that's part of the secret sauce of their ranking system. So, just want to make sure if you can go out there, please do that. Right. Leave if us if a you review.
1: could just review us and help us move up the ranks past, you know, like podcasts from 2006 that. <laughs> are no longer operational, are still ranking in the top 20. They're smoking us. They are. They haven't
0: released a podcast in three years. What is this? Anyway, Ariel, there's a lot of moms out there that go into the Facebook group and they ask one question. What curriculum do you recommend for my ex-year-old?
1: Right. Yeah. This is a very common one that we see all the time, especially this year and this time of year, uh, right before school starts. This is a hard one, right? Finding a curriculum, you either have a recommendation from someone you know really well and you go oh okay i'm going to do that because they recommended it or you, you do what you said and you ask the facebook group and the answer is going to be 100 people telling you all the different curriculum. 100 they use. different
0: 101 different I mean, ideas there's right?
1: a lot of overlap it's not it's not that bad but it is c- pretty staggering. I mean, if you're new to it, you're expecting to hear maybe, you know, two or three options and say, okay, I can pick between these. It's not even close. There are so So, many options. Yeah. It's
0: like a big giant Plinko machine. It doesn't, you know, there's, there's a lot of questions you need to answer, not just ask, you know, 500 random strangers what you guys use. There's a lot of considerations and we're going to walk through these considerations Mm -hmm. and how you figure out, you know, what are the decisions I need to make on what curriculum works best for me? What should I, you know, what should I purchase that's going to work for my family, works for me, works for our situation? Whatever that may be, we're going to teach you a lot of those tips and tricks. A lot of the things that Ariel did to find our, kind of the formula that you use to find mm-hmm. our
1: curriculums that we use. Yeah, I think it's really challenging because there are so many right answers. There's a lot of great secular homeschool curriculum out there. I mean, there's not a lot of options. Yeah. It's not like we have as many options as the faith-based community does. But the the ones that we have, there's some rocking curriculums and so i think the hard thing is you see them and we all get absorbed by this i want to do them all which is also a problem or
0: or (laughs) there's the the parent out there who's absolutely paralyzed to make a decision because they're afraid that if they make a decision they're going to make the wrong decision right and they you know people tend to catastrophize a lot of times like if i make the wrong decision here it's going to hurt my child down the road and and that's just not true
1: yeah I, i think it's hard right we get one chance our daughter's going to be a kinder one time. And so I want to make a really good decision but, for that. But
0: actually, luckily for us, we can make that mistake now because we got a second one that, you know, we got, <laughs> we'll call her the do over kid. <laughs> so our first is going to get, she's got a lot of. I
1: mean, I think we're doing a pretty decent job with We'll the call first the second
0: one, one she, she's going to be perfect because we've made all our mistakes with the first one. Is it, isn't that the right way to think about
1: it? <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work that way. I don't think so. Best laid plans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into it. Um, important curriculum considerations. What are the first things that somebody needs to think about when they're saying, okay, I want to learn how to figure out what type of curriculum I need and what's going to work for me? What are those initial considerations that, you know, a mom or a father should should consider?
1: So each time you look at a curriculum and, you know, I mean, let's say you're looking for a math curriculum. Let's just make something up. So, what you really want to want to be cognizant of is what content does this curriculum cover. So, you need to have a goal in mind for your child, for for your homeschool for this year, and say, okay, it's math. I want my kid to get to this certain level uh, in math this year. And so, whatever curriculum you choose, it needs to cover the content that you want to address in this this school year. Uh, so that's or or over whatever period of time, right? It needs to needs to be content appropriate. The second consideration is what method does the curriculum use to teach, and how does this align with your learner's learning style, your teaching style? Is is this method going to work for your family? Is it is your learner kinesthetic or visual or auditory? So you know have a have a mind for how the curriculum is going to present the information to. And your when learner. you refer
0: to a method, does that refer to the method that the that the curriculum implements on how to teach the the learner, whether that's through literature, through, you know, book work, things of that nature as well? Or is that included in yeah, method? yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think it's right, the the content is the what, yeah. the method is the how. And part of part of also that how that I think is really important to consider is the delivery mechanism. So uh, this is how, this is how they're gonna teach it. And is this an online, is it book work? Is it um, enriched with you know other technology pieces Manipulatives, is it, things is it of all that right is this all workbook based right so I think you have to look at the delivery method and make sure that that also aligns so those are three things every time you look at a curriculum you should really think about those three pieces
0: does that factor into their budget as well like those Absolutely. decisions are important right There. Some curriculums can cost a, a very wide range
1: right of some cost. of them are amazing and they're very costly so so yeah that's the other consideration too good point
0: so w- once you, once they've kind of taken in those considerations and they've they're figuring out what what they feel is going to be right with respect to the time that they have you know are they going to be working from home are they a single parent do they have a caregiver in the house you know that things that pertain to the the nature of their educational environment, what their household's going to look like. What type of considerations do they need to take into account for say their learners or or themselves, you know? What right. are those things?
1: So we talked a little bit about your learner style. So we
0: referenced like, that in an earlier podcast in our terminology right. podcast.
1: Yeah, and their learning style, are they auditory or visual or kinesthetic? What what works for them? You also have to consider your own teaching style. Are you a really hands-on person that you want to be just like right down in there doing manipulatives and being creative and all that stuff? Playful and energetic, things of that nature. Right. Maybe that's totally you. Yeah. I, I think like, for example, this is you, right? You love being hands-on. Yeah. I have a really hard time being super creative. I would tend to go with more of a workbook style for myself. That wouldn't work for our child, so that wouldn't work for us. But Yeah, that's a good, you know, that's
0: a good way to, to show the disconnect that if you're right. a bookworm type of person and then your kid is more kinesthetic, you may have some friction there right like i stuff. would
1: choose a textbook and she would hate that
0: you say you're not creative but i i think you are and most parents are you don't have to be you know some entertainer or anything like that it's you don't have to be super creative but i think anybody can overcome maybe some limitations that they have with respect to their meshing with their learner i think it's it's not an overwhelming right. thing that well and, I, have and to that, over, so i guess what overcome. it
1: would really be too is not just like i have a hard time coming up with something from scratch sure right? To, to say, make something that's kind of boring, more enjoyable. So if I were the primary, primary teacher, I might want to pick something that maybe had all the creativity built into the curriculum. So I didn't have to think of ways to make it fun (laughs) because it's already there, for example. So you want to think about your, your child's learning style. You want to think about your teaching style. And then you also want to take into consideration your situation. So you talked about you're working from home, you're a single parent. What if you have, you know, for other children that also need your time. You might not want to choose a curriculum that involves, uh, you know, a lot of focused time with you if if it doesn't need to be, right? Obviously something like math is going to need a lot of focused time, but, you know, there could be a- options for other types of uh, curriculums to history or social studies or anything else that maybe you want to choose something that's not so time intensive for yourself because y- you don't have that to give, right? So kind of look at the curriculum through the what I would say is, you have these considerations of uh, the method, the delivery, your
0: budget, all the dials, all in those your things. Life, yeah. and
1: look at them through the lens of you, your learner, and your situation. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the the way I would phrase it.
0: You try to find those dials that the settings for your family, and you, and your kid, and then you want to kind of take an objective viewpoint of right. your situation.
1: So before you even start shopping, yeah, because the sh- the shopping it's fun, but you have to be able to start narrowing things down and you can't do that if you don't understand these pieces. So and simply about it. And simply asking strangers
0: about on Facebook is, you know, it's one way to get information. You're going to be getting their opinions. They're going to have filtered all of these decisions that we just talked about through their own lens of their own right. lives. And then they're going to project their decision on what they like back to you. And that may not necessarily... And, and also... If you ask that question, you get like hundred responses. How is that helping you? You're just getting a deluge of information that I mean, you're just going to get swamped, right?
1: I think it's I think it's helpful because if I just Google search, sure. you know, secular kindergarten curriculum, well, if, that's if out really of the hundred
0: examples, twenty five all come up as blossom and root. You know, okay, that's a good starting point, right? Obviously,
1: right? I mean, you, you hear from people what's popular. What I like about asking people because you know I I have done this. The Ask Facebook. The, the one thing that I really do like about that is you hear the opinion without influence directly of advertisement so if i just google search hey what's you know best kindergarten curriculum or whatever I- i'm getting things filtered through the lens of you know who paid the most to get up in the rankings of search or and stuff. so a, i do it's a mommy like blogger crowdsourcing a little bit
0: or you'll get an article from 2016 and maybe that's not as applicable as right, it, is today, it might not right? be
1: as current so uh, yeah. So while while that's a that's a great way to get some ideas, what we're going to try to share with you is is a, a different method that you could take that will help you hopefully narrow in on the, the couple of choices. That and to you be honest, this
0: is the method you use to figure out the curriculums that we are using right now. So right. what is the Rainbow Resource Center?
1: So it's a great uh website online, and they have really helpful uh support people by the way they're they're really nice, and they'll help you find things if you have direct questions okay, I forgot so, to add so that. so
0: you' got a mom, you got a parent who's gone through the pot you know all of our recommendations here they've made all decisions they kind of understand where they are. They go to the Rainbow Resource Center. What are
1: they going to do? So first thing to do is to head to their request catalog page. And we're going to put a link to this in the show notes so you don't feel you have to write this down. Um, go ahead and request the catalog for curriculum. While you're at it, request the enrichment catalog also. It's fabulous mm-hmm. um, with all kinds of extra activities and things. So request the catalog. Yeah, Ariel
0: almost walked into a car from the mailbox looking through the enrichment catalog.
1: <laughs> it's really great. So um I love it. It's the favorite, my favorite thing I've gotten in the mail, like ever. Uh, so, the catalog is terrific. And while you're waiting, waiting for it to come, you can get some information on their website. And it kind of mirrors the catalog. But what it has in it is sections for every different type of curriculum. Okay, so I'm looking for a reading curriculum. There is an entire color coded section in this book that's all the different reading curriculums. It's going to have your costs, a brief description of it. There's this large table, and it's going to tell you the name of the curriculum what grades it's applicable for, and whether the curriculum is secular, religious, or neutral. Now, if you remember from our first cu- podcast, obviously religious is going to be a faith-based worldview. Secular is not having any particular religious worldview. And neutral means that it avoids that altogether. So it's not going to teach uh, anything that would uh, offend either side. But obviously there's going to be some missing components because they're they're avoiding that that conversation. So just know... In your family, what you feel comfortable with. So, what we did with this, I took this catalog page and said, okay, well, we're a secular family and I don't want a neutral curriculum and I don't want a religious curriculum. So, I was able to go ahead and strike those lines out. And then, does
0: this table filter? The search term?
1: The, the it's available just items? a PDF online. Oh, okay. So, okay. and, you know, of course I, I did it by hand with the catalog, but even if you were doing a PDF online, you could print it out. So, okay. Hey, I went ahead and I crossed out a bunch based on just the the type of it. Then I was able to cross out a whole nother slew of them based on what was, didn't have anything available for pre-K. When you're dealing with the younger learners, which has, you know, been our focus, you're going to have less options. So it makes it a little easier to start, honestly. When you get to that point, you'll be able to narrow it down. Okay, here's, you know, five or six curriculums. Then I can go in to the pages in the catalog and look at them and say, "Ooh, this one's $800. That might not be the one for me, you know, or, uh, you know, I can get a kind of get an idea. So I would say this is a great place to start. The only, uh, and Rainbow Resource Center is, uh, this is where we bought our reading curriculum from or was it math i think we bought our math curriculum here because over 50 dollars, you get free shipping mm-hmm. and then when we actually bought our we were going to buy our curriculum from the manufacturer and they were going to charge us shipping so we actually did use rainbow resource center and it was really great um the one downside to it is they're not going to have anything any kind of curriculums that aren't sold through a distributor so, so
0: these would be primarily these online digital digital curriculums, curriculums. Okay.
1: so you know if you've heard us talk about blossom and root and Torchlight. Those are our kind of all-in-one curriculums that cover, you know, uh, science and math and history and art and literature and things. Those are digital online PDFs
0: that leverage a lot of the, you know, library usage and all that type of stuff. Right?
1: right. Yeah. yeah. They they don't come with a book Books. pack. Yeah. So those are not sold through distributors. So you're going to be missing a section of potentially really worthwhile curriculum. In our case those were the ones we chose and they aren't at Rainbow Resource Center. So I'd say your first step, go there and narrow down to have some good options that are, you know, that would be sold through distributor. Second step is I would take that information with you, take your chart over to Kathy Duffy Reviews. And we'll we'll have a link in the show notes for this. Because She gives incredibly detailed, or her site, hopefully she has a team, these are incredibly detailed reviews of every different type of curriculum by subject. So, hey, I'm looking for a reading curriculum, I'm going to go to the reading section. She's going to have a huge long list. What I would do with that list is look at that list against the catalog pages and you're going to find that there are some items in there that aren't in the catalog pages that you might need to do some more research on because those are probably something a bit smaller, smaller press or a digital curriculum, and you might want to check out more. So the great thing about Kathy Duffy is she gives great uh, in-depth reviews, and she includes price for them. She includes... Uh, a recommendation: She has, she has ones with a little, I think an apple there. These are her top 100. So you can have kind of an idea. So you can take your narrowed down list from Rainbow Resources and some extra ones you find on Kathy Duffy Reviews, and you can use her site for both of those sets of curriculums and just read at length about them. So that's what I did. And after reading those, I was able to narrow it down even further. Okay. I have two or three these yeah. are the ones I'm looking at
0: and that's a great this this whole filtering down method that you have to filter here. because
1: there's probably a hundred curriculums yeah, for and, each and you, different subject you filter so. down
0: to two or three you can feel pretty comfortable that you're going to make a decent decision
1: right when it came to us for our math um, we ended up going with right start math but for us it was between math mammoth and right start and we weren't sure which to go with because they were both awesome Uh, We had the same feeling with All About Reading. It was either going to be All About Reading or Logic of English, which is what Torchlight recommended. They were both great. So what I did at this point, I'd read the reviews. I knew the costs. I knew that the the learning style would work for uh, our family and our learner. Then I went ahead and went to YouTube and started watching some reviews where people actually went through. They opened up the curriculum. They showed you the pages and you really got to see in depth. And then I, I sat down with with Matthew, since he's the, the primary educator, and we just talked it through. Okay, this is the pros and cons. These are the costs. This is what this one features that this other one doesn't. Which one do you think that our daughter will respond better to? We really had the full discussion and decided, okay, I think that this is the way we're going to go. And we feel really good about the decisions that we made on our curriculum from yeah. this process. And so we just wanted to share that with you all.
0: And the next couple of podcasts that we're going to have coming up here, we'll talk a little bit more in depth of what we actually chose. And we're going to go into that depth. We'll kind of do kind of a Kathy Duffy level, you know, homeschool podcast, you know, review of the ones we've used, the right. pros and cons, the price and everything that we like and what we don't like. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this will be a nice little series for people to maybe jump into it. We've, we've done a lot of this work for you, so keep keep an ear out going forward. But there's one last thing. There's a homeschool buyer's co-op. What is this?
1: Right. So once you've chosen what you're going to buy, now you want to get the best price on it. And one thing to look at is homeschool buyer's co-op. So what they'll do is they'll have a you know, some sort of a time frame that they'll do basically a group buy. This again is going to be your larger distributor curriculums, so it's not going to be your smaller presses. But you can get a great deal on something. Say, oh, they're having a they're having yeah. a deal on this. I'll get this for you know seventy five percent of its cost by by going in with the the group buy. Well, the certain we've piece.
0: we've got four curriculums that we're going to discuss in depth in the next couple of weeks, and half of them would probably fall into this. Half of them wouldn't.
1: Right, we have a mixture. Yeah. yeah. So so
0: we're not just all digital online curriculums, not just, you know, these ones that wouldn't show up there. We do use ones like the reading program and the math program that do fall into this nature. So do keep an eye out, use these techniques, go to these websites.
1: Right. And they're all going to be in the show notes for you so that you can use them. If you have another method that you use to narrow down your curriculum search, we would love to hear from you. Reach out to us on our Facebook group because this is, this is what we found that works for us. But gosh, we'd, We'd love to hear your experience if you have a, a another way that you've sorted through just the, the mass of curriculum options out there.
0: So we tried to give you a nice little framework today of solving that initial problem that a lot of people have, that, that first sticking point, which is how do I figure out what I'm going to use, what am I going to use for my family?
1: Right. And and this is, of course, for, for those folks who've decided to use a curriculum, right? A lot of oh, folks yeah. piece something together themselves or they do unit studies. So doing a curriculum may not be for you at all, but we just wanted to to include this for those of you that have decided that you want a framework to your education for, for your kid uh, that you know takes some of the burden off of you as, as far as doing a little bit of the the planning. Um, we, we of course do some unschooling methods too, as we talked about in our last podcast, but we do use the, the curriculum as a good starting point and, and guideposts for us. So this might not be for everyone, but we hope that this is helpful to you in finding a curriculum option that works for you and your family.
0: All right. Well, this is, this was, I think really helpful for people. So let's so. get into the end of the podcast. What we always like to do is what are we into this week? And this week we're going to be talking a little bit about sequence drawing instructions. And we'll, I'm going to have a link um, in the show notes.
1: Oh, yeah. Fabulous website.
0: Very Yeah. Really, really good website. Easy Peasy and Fun is the name of the website. That's You don't have to write that down. We'll have it in the show notes. Great little website. And the reason why we're talking about this is this is something that I discovered in the last, I don't know, four or five weeks mm. for my four and a half year old. I've been really trying to get her into art and by art, as an extension of her writing ability, her coloring ability, and the ability to use pencils, crayons, like, you know, we see a lot of kids, they like to scribble. I really wanted to get her into coloring inside the lines, really focusing on adding color and, and playing with shape and, mm-hmm. and, and, and drawing and using that as kind of a fun method to improve her penmanship.
1: And you've also used it because she's been starting to, to write her own stories where you know, Matthew will scribe for her. She draws the picture in the mm-hmm. upper half of the page and then he's writing this story. So without her ability to draw pictures that made her feel good about her own ability, we, we were failing a little bit at, at, writing, at her enjoying writing good stories. And so yeah. this has really improved that.
0: And it's gone literally from I mean terrible drawing. I mean, objectively terrible drawing.
1: I mean, that she, well, and let's be clear, she wasn't happy with, she would she do something and would she would be unhappy. She, she, she wouldn't would want to show it to us.
0: Yeah, she'd get angry and like want to throw the paper on the ground because it doesn't look like daddy's or it doesn't look like the picture. So anyway, I found these kind of sequence drawing instructions. Now these are very simple drawings, like if it's like a fish or a cat. She did
1: one the other day of a bee. That of was a really bee.
0: Gray. Very simple. And you... Basically what it is, it's like a six to eight panel instruction where you draw the circle, then you're gonna draw the ears, you're gonna draw the arms, Mm -hmm. and it's step by step. And and I think what it really helped her understand is understanding what she wants to do and what are the the, kind of the basic steps on how do I build shape and structure Mm -hmm. of the things that I'm I'm trying to uh, draw, the things that I see in my head, the things that I'm imagining, or the thing that I want to draw and then color. This has been just an amazing explosive growth in her her drawing, her writing, her storytelling ability. And it, it really just exploded out. And now all of a sudden we have all these other new things that we're doing. Like as Ariel said, doing the drawing of the stories. This has been a huge thing for her. And it was would not be possible if we hadn't actually spent a little bit of time drawing. I'm a decent drawer. And I can really draw from you know, a set drawing I can copy really well. So a lot of times I will sit next to her and I will be doing my own drawing and then I will give her one of these drawings and we'll do it together Mm -hmm. or I'll actually draw it with her. Like this morning, for example, a good example is we were starting to do a couple drawings and I went ahead and did a bunch of, you know, I did a cat, I did a crab, and I did a clam and I had her fill in the the missing letter, which was C. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the letters we're working on and all that type of stuff. And I was able to do those drawings and she did them right along with me so she can kind of reinforce, you know, the character that she's drawing with the letter that we were learning. So it's just a lot of little techniques that we had, but it would not have been possible if I wouldn't have found these little sequential drawing descriptions that helped her really learn how to draw.
1: Yeah, and to be clear, these are not you. Sometimes seen sequential drawings before where they say, "Oh, they draw kind of like a basic oval or something, and then they draw the more detailed shape around it." This isn't that it's a level. Very rudimentary, this cartoony. Is, you level know, the drawing. lines that they show drawn are the final lines. They're not nothing is draft. And this website that we're going to link, each um, object that you want to color, so a, a bee or a flower, whatever it is, if if you scroll down on the page she's going to have this the sequence there but if you go to the very bottom of the page there's actually going to be a a free pdf that you can click on Mm -hmm. and it has the six drawing panels at the top and then the the lower half of the page is an open space for your child to draw so it's a great way to to do a quick printable Mm -hmm. it's we've used it a few times this week actually while we're making dinner something to just slide this piece of paper to our daughter and say hey draw us this bee and she absolutely loved that it was it was printed and and all ready for her with a, a drawing panel yeah so, it only really took great. her
0: you know a few times to figure out that oh the, each panel that I'm looking at is the next evolution of my one drawing as opposed to drawing every single panel I had to just explain that to her the first or second time and right. now you just give it to her and boom she draws the Draws the thing
1: so. right, and, and this website too. Each step of the drawing is done in red, so she knows that that's the new line that's mm-hmm. being added. Anyway, it's really clicked with her. And yeah, we nice little, to share it with everyone.
0: Yeah, nice little trick, nice little win that we've had, and we just wanted to share that with you guys.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media, join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook, and find us at Homeschool Together Podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling! There she was, just, just a-walking, a-walking down, down the street, singing, singing do a do 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 look good, look good, look fine, look good, looks fine, and I nearly lost my mind.
0: I'm might, I might start including some of these no. outtakes at the very very end for those who stick around. <laughs> no, yeah. So. what do you think? I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's a great idea.
1: <laughs> no, I I knew you were going to do that with this Ariel's 30 oh, second singing hour at the end. <laughs> no. Launch
0: my career as Oklahoma Extra Number 8.
1: Oh, the farmer and um. the cow should be friends. I just want to sit on the fence (laughs) because I can't dance.